0: Coming up on BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, it was a lost weekend for the Cougars with two cancellations in California. And after Pacific made it a third straight no-show, now it's showtime for the Cougs at the Kennel. Surprise, it's BYU at Gonzaga. And BYU Basketball with Mark Pope starts now.
1: This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Presented by Siegfried & Jensen. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
0: Hello once again, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back inside Studio C in the BYU Broadcasting Building in Provo for another edition of The Pope Show. Hashtag PopeShow on Twitter. Great to have you with us as we give you an insider's perspective on the Cougar Hoops program. Coming up on tonight's show... COVID postponements, scrambling the Cougars' WCC schedule these days. But the league's top two teams have done a deal to finally get BYU's league campaign underway. Yes, it's BYU at Gonzaga. Tonight's Cougar Q&A featuring freshman Hunter Erickson. Deep Blue looking at the life and coaching career of Nick Robinson. And Caleb Lohner is tonight's live player guest. Let's start the show by saying hello to BYU head coach Mark Pope. Hey, coach. How you doing? I'm great.
2: There's so much that I want to talk about tonight it, that I'm not allowed to say.
0: But isn't it crazy that, that when there were like nothing but no games played, we got stuff to do oh. on this week's show tonight. Now, things were really moving along pretty nicely. Last week we were talking about, oh, 11 games scheduled, 11 games played, and then last week happened.
2: Yes. Last week we came to the show, and I delivered this incredible Christmas gift, and I got nothing in return from Gregory Bell, <laughs> nothing in return from Jerem Jordan, but – it was a devastating night. I know it was hard for all of us together. Mm-hmm. But I rolled into my office a few days ago. I had one of the great gifts of all time from Greg Rubel. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Still nothing from Jerem.
0: So disappointed. We've got time. We've but got 50, time. 50. We've got time.
2: And I brought something for you. So I rolled out of practice day, walked up to the office. Some of my mail is sitting right there on the desk. And unwra- unwrapped by my EA was this Actually, so fantastic. Oh, How great is that? that? It is the John Thompson towel. Is that the great – is that – I yeah. don't know why, but I saw it on the desk, and I was like, this is the coolest thing. I, I love it,
0: actually. So there's going to have to be a game, I think, right, where the coaches all, all, all put this over the shoulder. Well, they, is that right?
2: they've had – they've had i uh, they – I've a, seen some doing it, but yes. will there be an
0: organized thing now or –
2: well, I don't know. I, it didn't actually come with a letter explaining okay. it, Or I actually haven't got to reading the letter <laughs> okay. that came with it. But I will tell you this. John Thompson, like, changed college basketball forever. I'll never forget when I was uh, a, ju- a, a rising senior, the summer before my senior year, going to the Nike Elite Camp. That was so long ago that it was the only camp. It was the top 100 players in the country, if you got a Nike inv- invite, you knew you were in and I somehow lucked my way in there <laughs> and so we'd go to camp and they had every single coach in America basically were like herded into a kind of a area of the stands and then as we would leave the gym every day, we'd walk through this basically tunnel of these coaches recruiting us and I'll never forget the guy that I saw that like left me with the most like oh, I wish he would recruit me with John Thompson. No. I mean, what
0: a giant of a human being he was. I remember as a kid, you know, watching, I was living in Canada, but we'd watch, you know, some American college basketball. And, and Georgetown began feeling like these guys are like, almost like pros to me. Like I felt like that was almost like, uh, like an NBA team. Yes. I was almost like these guys are so larger than life, and he was the larger than life coach of them all. Yeah, and
2: so tough and played so hard. Man, that was awesome. He did not recruit me.
0: He was too (laughs) smart for that. (laughs) No, no. Plenty of good coaches recruited you. Uh, This is where we normally take a look at last week's highlights. Uh, There are no highlights from last week. They normally be presented by Intermountain Healthcare. But we had nothing but postponements uh, over the weekend. So the Pepperdine game gets postponed, uh, followed by the San Diego game getting postponed. And again, all these are due to concerns in the other programs. And then Pacific this week makes official that they wouldn't be playing their game on Thursday, which will get us to the next big story. And we'll get to that in a minute. But what this gets me thinking about, Coach, is this. If you are a team that has a positive COVID test, you basically go on pause for two weeks. You've been on a two-week pause while healthy. That's a drag.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, you listen, we knew that it, we we knew that there were going to be hiccups this season. I mean, we've known it since, since the day we were fortunate enough to finally start the season. We knew there'd be hiccups and, And um, we've talked about all year long that our biggest challenge is can we stay dialed in and focused and not distracted and not reach for that excuse of COVID when the hiccups come. And so I've been super proud of our team. You know, the guys, it was a weird week last week with everything that went on, but the guys stayed dialed in all week and have been good this week. And, And so hopefully... You know, one of our mantras is to get better every single day, and hopefully we've been able to do that over the course of these days. But, yes, uh, emotionally taxing on the guys, um, just full of weirdness and unpredictability, and and, uh, hopefully it will be a little smoother sailing from here on.
0: So last week was week one in the WCC. Uh, Just two games got played, as it turned out, and it wasn't a full schedule anyway. There were only two games scheduled last Thursday. So last Thursday, San Diego-San Francisco gets played in San Francisco. USF wins that one to go to 1-0. You see San Diego drop into 0 and 1. Then USF went to Spokane, got Gonzaga on the weekend, and that game was won by the Zags. There you see the only two results uh, from the opening weekend. And then the column on the right, Coach, too. You see a great variance there. A number of games that have been able to be played by teams all over this league.
2: Yeah, we, uh, you know, we got stung last week. Our league did. Five, you know, half of the teams in our league were, were on pause with COVID. So uh, really, really. Um not surprising, but really challenging. And I think, I think the, the good thing that's coming from it, I think we've made some strides in terms of how we are at conference are going to proceed going forward. And that I'm s- incredibly optimistic about that. And, and uh, I, think we'll, I think we'll be able to function at a high level from here on out.
0: Okay, so this game we're going to talk about next might be an example of that. So how is the league going to proceed moving forward, generally speaking?
2: Well, I think what's happened is, all of the coaches have started a dialogue, and everybody is checking in with the league offices every single day. I've talked to, I've talked to you know, half the coaches in the league um, in the last 48 hours uh, trying to work things out, and, of course, we're having conversations um, with assistants through assistants and ops through ops, but um, that's kind of how this is going to have to work for the rest of the year. I mean, um, you, know, we're, we're, you know, we did a full install and a full prep for Pepperdine, and we actually had time to do it uh, to the point where we had our last practice jumped on the plane to go to Pepperdine, and by some miracle of miracles, you know, this Brian Santiago, he's like nobody else. I mean, you talk about a guy that gets it done. So we're on the plane. All of a sudden, my f- we've been on the plane for half an hour. My phone starts ringing. In the I'm air. Like, what? It's Brian Santiago. I'm like, Sante. And he's like, tell the pilots to turn the plane around. Uh, Pepperdine just canceled the game, and I'm like, you're kidding. He's like, no, I'm serious. Tell him to go. To, go tell him. So that was the first time I actually ever felt empowered to go give the pilots of a plane instructions.
0: <laughs> they listen to you.
2: Well, yeah, they li- <laughs> but I was nervous. I'm like, can they
0: even? <laughs> are, are they, they allowed to listen that? to me? <laughs> like,
2: what if we turn around and hit something? But uh. they're clearly more competent than us. And, and uh, that just began. You know, then we had a full install for San Diego, and we're finishing up our last practice before we're going to the plane. You know, we were going to be on the plane in 20 minutes and we got the call in there. So, um, it, you know, it has been functional for us trying to get better, but it's been emotional
0: for the guys. OK, let's get to it. The big news of the day. Just one game on the agenda for this week, but it is the big one. It's uh, BYU at Gonzaga Thursday at 830 Eastern on ESPN, of course, on BYU Radio with Mark Durant and me. So how did this game come together? You were supposed to play Pacific. We knew there were concerns there. Gonzaga was supposed to play Santa Clara, and that was kind of nebulous, and all of a sudden you guys are playing each other. Yeah,
2: and um, so, like I said, it's been a mad scramble. So we probably, as we found out we were losing those two games last week and then this game this week, um, I really believe that we can't just expect that we're going to put all these games off and get them back. And so what we did is we started a a massive um, kind of – dialogue with the league and coaches around the league and everybody else. And we've talked to probably a total of 20 teams, some that were uh, missing games because their opponent had been on pause outside of our league. Uh, every team that could possibly play inside our league. You know, we actually had, um, you know, our hope was that when we found out, as soon as we found out our game was canceled on third, on, on, uh, well, I can't even remember. Saturday, the San Diego Saturday, game, yeah. So we found that out on Friday afternoon, we're like, "Hey, you want to just the divert the plane?" Yeah. So we had some other teams that had also lost games, and so we called them, but it just didn't work. And so it's just been like that. It's been, you know, every day, uh, you know, multiple times a day, um, just trying to find teams to play. And then, of course, when everything else fails, the one coach and program in America that you know is going to be like bring it, man, we're not scared, is the Zags. I couldn't love them more right now um, just for the fact that they're like, yeah, let's go, let's play. Come on, bring it up, and, and, and we'll lace them up and go. And it's just a,
0: But you're a little bit the same way too. Well, yeah, but
2: we're not the number one ranked team in the country right now. But you're wanting to play. Yes. You're we wanting we, to play we games. desperately want to play, and they desperately want to play. And I do think that, uh, you know, we're all in brand-new territory. So I, I really don't know what's going to work, but I do think that in general – The teams that are dying to play are probably the teams that are going to come out of this in the best in the best way. So I'm super grateful to Zags. I say that now. We'll see how I feel Thursday night (laughs) after the game. Uh, But but, um, you know, of course, I can't say enough great things about them.
0: Well, this whole mantra about wanting to play kind of, you know, bring it on. uh, This leads us to uh, what we're going to call a functional gift. Jerem does have a gift for you. And 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 this is. I had a gift. I'm sorry. It's, you know, uh, eight, 20 minutes, 10 minutes into the show.
2: Let's go. But but this, um, has an, this
0: has an application so, to, our, to our discussion so, here. So
2: football did kind of a Coastal Carolina so right like now. week of. Oh, um, boy. Go, oh go, ahead and, boy. go ahead and open that up and show the people. Oh, man, I'm going to get myself in so much trouble right now. <laughs> but why not? Right. First <laughs> of all, can we can we focus it on this? I know that your wife wrapped this. There's no way that you put this bow together. (laughs) Color coordinated. And, of course, yeah, this is beautiful. (laughs) A tribute to... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You think I could pull this off wearing this during the game on Thursday?
0: We're doing the side-by-side thing, and I think we have this thing working pretty well.
2: Zach, a much better-looking dude than I am. Congratulations, by the way, on... Unbelievable season to him. Jerem.
0: By the way, Zach, Zach is honored that you're trying to pull this off, by the way. Check it out.
3: Coach Pope, congrats on joining the headband
2: gang. Excited to have you part of the family. Uh, You know, it definitely is a good luck thing, and uh, good luck in the Gonzaga game. You know, the headband will definitely help. Let's go, man. That is so big time. I love it. I'm backwards. That is so fantastic. Jerem, thank you. I'll give you a big hug and kiss after the, after the show, man. COVID, don't do it. COVID, don't do it. <laughs> so, so
0: you wanted the Zags, you got them. We got you got them. them on Thursday. Yeah,
2: yeah and, and like I said, I mean, <laughs> I, just, I just think there's so many of us that are just so eager to just continue playing. Like um, this whole season is a gift a little bit um, that we spent the whole summer wondering if we we're going to get. And, and um, so, like, like I said, we're so grateful for them for playing, and hopefully we're going to find a bunch more teams that want to jump in and play too.
0: Of course, you know, Gonzaga was going to happen a month from now. Are you just are just getting it a month early. Yep. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Let's go. Okay. Uh, for your day-to-day Cougar Sports play-by-play, watch BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan weekdays at noon Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio and Zach Wilson, the aforementioned, joining the show uh, tomorrow. Before we go to break, we want to recognize uh, beloved former BYU head coach Dave Rose and his family and wish them all the very best as Coach Rose recovers from a stroke he suffered last week. Uh, The word is good uh, that there have been improvements made. And uh, it was a weekend with a lot of prayers, a lot of people thinking about Dave and Cheryl and the entire family. And, and the news that we've heard is encouraging. And, and that's the best news of, of all at this point.
2: Yeah, it was, um, listen, uh, you know, I mean, there, I don't know, is there a more beloved person in all of Cougar Nation and all of the college basketball world than Coach and Cheryl? Like, they're synonymous with one another. And uh, it's, been, it's been awesome to see the outpouring of people that love him so much. And, and Coach had this incredible capacity to go beat his biggest rivals and they would feel an increased amount of love and affection towards him. Right. And, um, you know, you just think about basketball in the state and as many times as he beat down the Utes, the Ute fans just love him. And, uh, same with Utah state and everybody around the country. And, and, um, and the, you know, when this initially happened, like the initial reports were super, super tough and super scary. And then, like Coach does. Uh, he just has made so far an extraordinary recovery, and and uh, we're, we're all, of course, everybody's praying for him. And so.
0: You came to BYU the first time yep. for him because of him.
2: 100% because of him. 100%. In fact, I've told this story before, but um, uh, we had this uh, really, you know, uh, listen, I love Coach so much. He's done so many things for and on behalf of me, it's almost unspeakable. Um, and, and we just had this little moment that I'll never forget where I had come out to spend a day and a half here to see about fit and see if it was right in terms of working for him. Cause I only knew him from the road, didn't know him well, and he didn't know me that well. And, and, um, he was driving me back to the airport and we kind of talked about my recruiting and he said, um, he said to me as I'm about to get out of the car, he said, you know, uh, if I was the head coach, um, when you were being recruited, you would have come here. <laughs> and I looked at him sincerely and said, you know, Coach, that's probably true. Wow. Um, and, I, 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 you know, I love him so much, just like everybody in Cougar Nation. We're all praying for him.
0: Yeah. Well, we love you, Coach Rose and Cheryl and the entire Rose family. We're back after this. BYU Basketball
1: with Mark Pope is brought to you by Siegfried & Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Intermountain Healthcare, always here for you mountain america credit union guiding you forward smith's fresh for everyone and by
0: deseret news Some fun scenes to relive from 11-plus months ago. BYU and Gonzaga. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. It is time to know the foe, presented by Qualtrics. And the foe this week is number one-ranked Gonzaga. It will be BYU and the Zags Thursday in Spokane. The game getting put together just in the last couple of days made official this afternoon. BYU and Gonzaga, again, the last time uh, these two teams played was in February at the Marriott Center, a landmark win for BYU and since that game coach simply they haven't lost
2: (laughs) yeah uh, they're they're remarkable Um, I don't know if I can't remember it might have been back UNLV with Larry Johnson and and Tarkanian that there's been a team that's been this completely 100% dominant over everybody in college basketball what they're doing right now is extraordinary
0: they're, they're not just winning, they're winning big. And they're playing ranked teams and just out-distancing everybody right now. And uh, with, with the saying of the rich get richer, it kind of applies to, to Coach Pope when he's got going up there. Even when they lose really key parts, they find sometimes even better ones to replace them.
2: Yeah, and, and listen, I mean, that's that's a credit to, to their staff and their team and their program and Coach Few and everything they've done because they do, they just keep bringing in really talented players. And what's amazing about what they have is, they have guys that didn't play as a freshman, redshirt as a sophomore, and then they're an All-American <laughs> their next season, right? And um, they have a bunch of guys in the line right now that would be playing big minutes at the end of the university, but they're not just stale on the bench. They're growing as players even though we're not seeing them right now. They have one of the top-ranked centers in in the, in the country uh, who's actually not getting a ton of tick, who's just going to come onto the scene next year and everyone's going to be like, how'd they do it again? Uh, they got a bunch of players like that, as well as now bringing in, you know, five-star, you know, this Jalen Suggs is probably a top three NBA lottery pick. And,
0: and then the waiver puts them hard in the lineup all of a sudden. Yes, you know? yes. That, that, exactly they, right. they didn't expect to have him this year. And he's so, a big part of what they're doing.
2: It's um, it, Listen, it's a credit to, to that school, university, and, and Coach Few and what they're doing.
0: So they're 10-0, they're and, and, and they've scored 85 points or more in – each of the 10 games and, and the last team to do this, uh, well, just went ahead and won a national championship. This is how good the Zags might be. Their caliber of play is a kind of team like that Arkansas team of Nolan Richardson back in the day where they just ran it up on people. And similarly, it is a style of play that really gets after you teams try to slow it down. It doesn't work.
2: Yeah. You know, it's multifaceted. So, you know, obviously anytime you talk about the Zags and times 10 this year is they're incredible in transition. They're just unbelievable. Uh, you know, their pass-aheads, uh, one through five, can push it off the bounce. I mean, this Drew Timmy is really incredible because he is a, he's a point center. I mean, you hear about point forwards all the time. But he's actually not just pushing in transition one or two, three dribbles. He's pushing it in, in transition, making one or two moves off the bounce, and then throwing backdoor dimes like fully downhill. And that's their starting five. <laughs> Um, you know, their they're, 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 they're five starters are averaging, I think, 56, 57 percent from the field over the course of, of the non-conference. And, I mean, they played four teams in the top 20. So I can't say enough about them. Uh, we're, we're so excited to go take a huge swing at this and see
0: where we end up. But in the WCC, uh, you know, St. Mary's and BYU are the two teams that give the Zags the best games year in, year out. And you get them occasionally, like we saw this past February at the Marriott Center on a magical night. One of the best nights in BYU basketball history. Yeah. It'll stay that way for a long, long time. They came in uh, as, as the number two team in the country, the number one right now. And, uh, and BYU simply gave us all a night to remember. And this is the last time I lost a game.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, listen. I think we'll, we'll, of course, we'll remember this night forever. Like certainly as players and coaching staff, and hopefully as as Cougar fans, it, you don't get this all the time. I mean, it's you know you you fight every day to try and have moments like this and kind of culminations to a regular conference season like that. And 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 we we had this incredible group of seniors. Uh, it was um, you know, listen. I, I, it passes through my mind all the time. It was so special. Like I said. Some, some coaches and players and fans go through their entire careers uh, never having that night, and, and these guys got it.
0: And what makes a rivalry great is the ability to have nights like that and have the other team know that that's what we're going to get when we go down there or when they come up here. And BYU has won more games up in Spokane than other teams would ever even hope to win, and that's part of it too.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I was talking to uh, a member of my staff today and just talking about how frustrating it was because I think last year coming in, The Zags had won 41-42 straight conference road games. And so, you know, you feel as a member of the conference, you feel like you're failing. (laughs) So we finally get that taken care of, right? Finally end that streak. And then this year I'm hearing – They've won like forty or forty-one home conference yes. games, yeah. and you're like, seriously? So, so we're gonna go take but a but there swing is a little bit of
0: streak busting history that's kind of in the Cougars' back pocket. So we'll yes, see if that is. comes to uh, comes to four again. Let's uh, let's go inside some numbers now, presented by America, Mountain America Credit Union. And tonight uh, we're looking at uh, we'll call it maybe a little bit of a mixed bag, but it's a good bag of uh, metrics for the Cougar hoopsters. They're nine and two on the year, and again, all these numbers are good. You want to be where you are, but they show some variance from someone like say, uh, say. Andy's got to BYU's it its 23rd uh, team in the country. Ken Palm, uh, a little more stylistic and some preseason stuff baked in, a little lower. But generally speaking, Coach, you're in a pretty good spot. Ken Pomroy. I'm totally down on Ken Palm right now. <laughs> It'll come up. It'll can come we, up.
2: Can we review the algorithm? 67, Ken? Come on, baby.
0: <laughs> I think it's going to come up. I think the longer <laughs> you get in the season, better things are going to happen at that number. But generally speaking, this is a place you want to be to say that you're in the mix.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, these guys have earned it. Um, You know, I think sometimes, you know, sometimes when you're just in the midst of it, uh, you're in the grind. It takes a while to recognize – um, what you've done, but these guys in the non-conference, what they accomplished to me is incredibly extraordinary. I mean, we talked about it, that being like a coach-killing non-conference schedule, and for these guys, with everything that they kind of had to manage and deal with to come out 9-2 and, and have some huge wins to, to sweep the state and, and a big win at San Diego State and, and uh, you know, against a Big East team in St. John's, it's a, a really terrific team. Um, you know, a huge win at Utah State, who, who is, is climbing all the rankings right now Uh, I'm super excited with what we accomplished and now it's the next step and the next step starts just about as challenging as it possibly can
0: well the the first net rankings came out this week and if you look at opponent net we know that the Zags have played some some highly ranked teams but you have the best opponent net in the WCC right now yep. and in I, terms and I, of top-to-bottom strength.
2: I think that's going to be appreciated more and more as we go through the season. Um, I really do. I think, I think that'll kind of be taken more into more account. I think it's going to bode well for us um, looking back that it's going to help us in terms of where we'd like to get eventually.
0: hope so. All right, let's head to break and tell you that this Saturday we are flipping out on BYU TV featuring a gymnastics quad meet with BYU, Utah, Southern Utah, and Utah State from the Maverick Center. That'll be at 9 Eastern. Coming up after our break, questions and answers about Hunter Erickson and for the head coach, Mark Pope. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope.
1: BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by Siegfried & Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. America First Credit Union, we're here to help. The BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Zion's Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. And by Qualtrics.
0: Checking out our Cougars in the pros presented by the Deseret News. Jimmer Fredette scored 27 for the Shanghai Sharks in a win. He's already now the Sharks franchise leader and made three pointers. T.J. Hawes. 11 points, four assists, and a Truffle Sopot win in Poland. And Eric Mika with six and seven as well. Here we go. Our Cougars and the Pros. Uh, oh, and we shouldn't, we shouldn't leave the segment without checking out Elijah Bryant. Watch him beat his guy off the closeout and then hammer home, playing from a Kabi Tel Aviv. It's
2: one of the best teams in Europe. I mean, he, he's, he's playing an unbelievable level on a high, high-level team. It's pretty exciting. Good stuff. And right, it's get... Eric Mika's birthday.
0: Oh, it is too. He's uh, 26 years old today. It's
2: Eric Mika's birthday, so if you get a chance, send him a DM. I know he'd love it.
0: Okay, good stuff. Thank you for reminding us of that. It is time now for Cougar Q and A, our weekly getting to know you session with the BYU Hoopsters, and it's presented by Zion's Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business tonight. We go hunting for the good stuff on Hunter Erickson.
4: One thing that's special about Hunter is he always responds. Coach gets after him a lot, telling him to work harder or telling him how much is expected of him, and he always responds. He responds every single time, and I think that's really special. He's trying to get better every day. Uh, he's he's hilarious off the court as well. He's a phenomenal worker. Um,
3: he's got a, a great mindset for an incoming freshman.
4: Really hard worker. Uh, he's also an extremely uh, Lethal shooter on the court. Being
3: able to see him do like some stuff on the court is just like, you'll just be like, wow, he's a good player. He's just a funny dude, and everybody kind of wants to be around him and he works super hard. He's pretty quiet. It took a little bit to get to know him, but now Hunter's become one of my best friends on the team.
4: Kind of like a a surfer boy off of the court. He seems pretty just chill. I love just kind of talking with him. I love his hair. His hair is always always pretty crazy. He's one of the funnier guys on the team, but he's funny in the fact that he
3: doesn't try to be funny. He's just super laid back, but will also just say something random that everyone kind of looks at him and just laughs He's really into his bodybuilding you can probably see it on the court. he has some pretty big biceps that guy cares about his body a
2: ton and he's always taking care of his body doing different things eating healthy working hard for a guy to just come back off a mission and then just hop right back in the, right into the college basketball that's not something a lot of people can do uh, so I truly respect honor for coming in and, and playing the way he
0: has. Hunter's got a good vibe to him, doesn't
2: he? I love those, man. Yeah. I love them because, first of all, the guys are so dry. Like, you can't tell who's <laughs> being serious and who's taking a swipe and who's being funny. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, listen, he's, he's carved out a really, really solid niche on this team. And it's interesting because I was just talking about how the Zags have guys that are sitting there that aren't really getting on the court very much that all of a sudden just emerge as stars. You know, like, where did they come from? I'm telling you right now, this is going to be Henry Erickson. Mm. Like, he is every single day he gets better. He's running our scout team every day, and he is, just, he is just giving us fits right now. He's just shown incredible toughness and durability and skill, and he's going to be a special player.
0: When I heard the guys talking about how much Hunter likes to take care of his body and whatnot, it got me thinking about the uh, the Kyle Collinsworth-Chase Fisher days, how those guys would go back and forth, and you were part of those teams. Oh,
2: my gosh. Well, it's, you know, I'm sure when Chase and Kyle were on the show, they probably just took off their shirts and started flexing right here on the show, right? It's kinda, we should kinda do that one time, old, me and you.
0: People would be uh, seriously uh, – um, uh, I think uh, – <laughs> your speeches right now. No, I, I, I think what they would do is... It would is, shut down the show. Yeah, they, they would try to unplug their router, whatever they, they would, would do to get that thing off their screen would. at that moment. Uh, from Cougar Q&A to social media Q&A time now on The Pope Show, presented by Smith's Fresh for Everyone. Uh, from N. Crowley on Twitter, uh, how do you utilize the rest while avoiding rust with so many days off and a little bit 15 days between games for you, yeah, it's a great challenge.
2: We hope that we're, we're hope that we're doing it. We mixed in some scrimmages, uh, we mixed in some some days off, some alternative t- uh, type of training, uh, mixing up some groups, and um, and and we'll see. We'll see how well it worked here. In two days.
0: Okay. And uh, second question from Twitter. Let's say the NCAA gave you an extra year of eligibility, and next year at your current age. You could suit up for any BYU sport or any team you wanted here on campus. Who would you play for besides the basketball team? I'm trying to figure
2: out something where I could actually accomplish anything. (laughs) I have no idea. Do
0: we have a? Do you think about could you be a left tackle? Do
2: we have a painting team? (laughs) I would crush the painting team. Anything artistic? No, no. I'm not. I'm talking about like painting a wall, not painting a picture. (laughs) <laughs> like a like a manual labor painting team. If yeah. you did, I could be the I could be the star center on the bathroom
0: painting wall team. So sports not coming to you right now. In terms no. of something, you okay? It's basketball for you or or bust. All right, coming up, freshman Caleb Loner joining us, and D Blue Profiles Assistant Coach Nick Robinson. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. Well, the BYU coaching staff is composed primarily of former high-level Division I players who were once recruited by BYU but chose other destinations for their playing careers before ultimately making it to BYU on the sidelines. One of those coaches is Nick Robinson, whose basketball journey has taken him from England to Palo Alto to Provo and beyond. Deep Blue now, presented by America First Credit Union.
4: Growing up around the game of basketball has really shaped who I am. It's competitive, it's exciting, it's fast-paced. I love basketball because uh, of the camaraderie, the teammates, of the team aspect. And I love uh, basketball because it's taken me around the world. It's taken me to tremendous places, uh, both as a player, as a teammate, as a coach. And I've been really, really fortunate to have that round ball in my life.
5: I grew up in a town close to Winchester, which is in Hampshire County. Nick's family lived in Romsey, which was a neighboring town.
4: My dad played professional basketball in Europe, uh, so after being born here in Salt Lake City, we moved to Belgium and France and then lived in England uh, for about five years.
5: That's how we first got to meet each other, around the age of seven, eight. My husband got back from his mission in Brazil in August 2000. I think we secretly both knew there was something here. We didn't know what it was. We didn't want to communicate that. So when he got back from his mission, this sort of getting married thing and that conversation even coming up was just, it was all a whirlwind. We just decided, okay, I think the only time we could logistically get married would be like in September, right before I head out to Stanford. And as bizarre as that sounds to many, many people, it was really the only thing that felt right and felt good. And we said to each other, is our feelings for each other gonna change, right? In the next year, probably not. And so if we wanna do this, let's just, let's just do this.
4: You know, since that time, we've grown together in our marriage and we've been very fortunate uh, to have four beautiful children. I've known of him, you know, the last 20 years when his time playing at Stanford and him hitting uh, one of the biggest game winning shots in Pac-10 history, his game winner uh, against University of Arizona. The ball flies loose, uh, it comes into my hands and I take two dribble holes while looking at the clock and let it go.
5: There was just something about that environment that was breathtaking. I mean, the year itself was amazing. I mean, they'd had such a phenomenal year, and then just to play this competitive game against Arizona and to have that shot, you know, to win, to win the game was was just amazing. And I, I think I thought I was probably going to go into labor. <laughs> I would imagine I, you know, I was heavily pregnant.
4: Just talking about it still get goosebumps, but there was a, it was a great feeling.
5: When Nick was coaching at SUU, um, I think something took place, getting more enthusiastic than usual using his voice more. And at one point, uh, his voice started breaking and started, you know, like feeling a little raspy. And we just noticed that something was uh, not quite right.
4: Uh, My voice at that point in time uh, was very, very limited. And so after the voice procedure a few months later, things got better, had another vocal cord procedure, things got better.
5: But once we've realized, okay, this is, this is the voice, it might be a little bit softer than, than others, but I can hear him, I can hear him. I think most people can.
4: You
2: know, there's some people out there that just, they like to talk a lot, right? And So you're not sure exactly what's being said or what the point is. With Coach Robinson, it's very deliberate and you know exactly what, uh, what the message is as soon as he's done talking. Guys, at times have to be quiet. It's, there's something impactful about in important moments using a little bit of a softer voice guys almost hear it more clearly
3: every interaction i've had with him has been 100 positive positive, and he's pushing me in practice and he's helping me learn
4: like he he really has been special to me before every practice he tries to give every player on the team a high five i think it's his way of showing that he just he cares about the guys and that he's excited to be uh, practicing and getting better with us
2: Every single day, every single minute he's on the court, every single minute in his office, he's got an intensity about him that, that spreads throughout the entire program.
0: You know, as important as on-court chemistry is going to be for any team, staff chemistry is huge. This is amazing how good a fit everything seems to be with your with your group right now and Nick is just a great example of that, isn't he?
2: Yeah, it's, it's just such a credit to my staff, right? So um, you know, listen st- uh, being an assistant coach or an operations guy or a video guy, it's a really, really competitive place to be and there's all kind of posturing that happens in most organizations and it doesn't happen here. These guys have been generous with each other. Uh, I think they demand of each other that they kind of share everything and so what what Cody and, and Chris and, and Nick are doing together is really special. and it's such, a, it's such a gift to have Nick on the staff. He's brought his own fresh experience to our staff. Uh, he's been on incredibly successful programs, was an incredibly successful player in his own right, uh, and he brings a bounce as well as his whole family does. His family is just amazing. And um, we're really blessed to have him here at BYU for sure.
0: And his own brand of intensity too, when it comes to instructing and 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 being with the guys.
2: Yeah, and he actually can still light the guys up. Too. That's yeah, he
0: that, he he gets heard. He gets heard. Well,
2: yeah. no, but what I'm saying is he actually <laughs> he actually sometimes when we're down a few players, he'll go on the court and actually scrimmage. As oh, lights part him up that practice. way too. Absolutely,
0: he can still and he stick crushes it. Yes, our guys. Yes.
2: And then the thing is, he doesn't talk a little a lot of smack. He's just a little whisper here and there, and the guys know. <laughs> it's awesome. Actually, it's so great to have.
0: Pretty smooth, though, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes, I mean, as is. a player, you could tell what he was like because he still got that vibe. Well,
2: you know, you look at that clip, and if you, if you Google it, what you'll see is Tiger Woods is sitting right in the front row. It's the last game of the regular season. There, there's no Pac-10 or Pac-12, whatever it was at the time, champ, tournament. So this is going to guarantee them not only a, a Pac-12, Pac-10 championship but also a number one seed in the NCAA tournament and the whole place lost his mind. And, I mean, come on, you just, you can feel it. Yeah. I was even there, and I can feel it. It's so was awesome. awesome.
0: All right, let's get to our player guest tonight, uh, BYU's leading rebounder this season. He is, yes, a freshman and a clever enough player to rank third on the team in steals as well. He started four games before settling into a role as a big body boost off the bench out of Dallas, Texas, by way of Wasatch Academy here in Utah. He is Caleb Loner. Caleb, come in, please, from the BYU Basketball Annex. How you doing, Caleb? What's going on? What is going on? Good to see you. You know, I, I start, Coach, whenever I, just, or I see Caleb, I just start to smile. I'm happy to talk to Caleb Loner. He's a fun guy to talk to. Caleb, uh, as a freshman, you've kind of made yourself at home, it feels like, with this team. And not that you've kind of like just horned your way in and said, here I am, but they kind of embraced you, you embraced them, and it feels like you've been with us for a while. How, how's it been to be part of this group of guys so quickly in your career?
3: Um, it's been cool. And one thing that's really, really special about our team is every single person on the team is weird, different, or has some—I don't know—different personality. And I think, like, the chemistry of all of us just meshes really well. So it's been super fun coming in as a young guy. I got all these old dudes from that have been playing for a few years and went on their mission. Um, but they're taking care of me, man. It's awesome.
0: When, when you were uh, getting to know some of the guys. Uh, was that something you picked up on pretty early? Could you get that sense and that feel?
3: Yeah, I could. Like like I said, everyone on the team so far has been, I can think we're just one big family and everyone's kind of taking care of each other. So there wasn't one point from the moment I stepped into the facilities that I felt like I wasn't um, like one of the guys here or like one of the teammates. Um, But yeah, it's been awesome.
0: Coach Pope, what uh, beyond the numbers we see on the screen for those watching – what what has Caleb meant to this team in just uh, you know a handful of games already as a Cougar? Yeah, well, I, I mean, it starts with those six point
2: six rebounds, and then it, and then it, it continues with his defensive capability, right? The way he can move his feet and he can catch a move and be there on the catch, and his his growing attention to detail on the defensive end is really special. And and as he kind of you know what he's done is he's really simplified his game, and so he's starting to see the fruits of that. Which sounds so um, it, it sounds so counterintuitive, but that's exactly what he's mm-hmm. happened. Beyond all that, the thing Caleb and I talk about on a regular basis is he brings so much joy and energy to every single day of practice, every single meeting in the locker room, every single game, and that's what wins. It's actually what wins. And so... Uh, i mean I, I I love having him on this team. I love being around him from time to time he 'll barge in the office and he 'll kind of like he really does barge in the office and he 's like <laughs> i don 't have anything we just got to sit down and talk and I, I, I love those moments. I actually cherish them because Because he just is such a beautiful young man. And, you know, he's so incredibly talented on the basketball court. He's an extraordinary student. Like, he's crushing BYU academically. And he's got a million things he does off the court that all of them terrify me in terms of (laughs) of him maintaining his health.
0: We are, we are going to get to that in a second, by the way. Uh, you've got a really free-flowing vibe to you. You used to have more free-flowing hair than you have right now. It's still awesome, but it used to be longer. Uh, how big a deal was it for you to adopt the new hairstyle, or are you good with it now?
3: Um, I, I'm good with it now, but I definitely miss my long hair. I'm just going <laughs> to say it. Um, but, I mean, again, it just kind of goes with the commitment of being at BYU, and there's certain things that you got to do and take care of to be here. And, I mean, it was something that I was willing to do, and, like, I haven't looked back.
0: No, it's still looking good, uh, which is the important thing, and more hair than I'll ever hope to have. And so the stuff you like to do off the court that scares Mark Pope to death, what are some of those things? Fire away. Uh, anything that spikes my
3: adrenaline. I mean, motorbikes, uh, going out on the boat, wakeboarding, surfing, um, snowboarding, like, all anything that brings some adrenaline, kind of a juice. I don't know. I'm kind of a junkie in that sense. I'm not amazing at any of those things, but it, I don't know. It's kind of been, I have all these weird hobbies that bring me joy. They are, they are scary. So sometimes I have to know when to draw the line because I mean, I want to take care of my body. I want to make sure I'm not doing anything that's going to really hurt me, but yeah, just there's, I enjoy so many different things. So
2: so, I, I, so Caleb, on his, it's on your YouTube page, right? Caleb has a uh, one of several videos now that are going up. But he has one where him and his buddies uh, build a little dirt mound, and then he goes and lays on the other side of it, and the guys are jumping over him in a motorcycle. I'm like, this dude, Caleb, <laughs> freaking love it.
0: <laughs> well, something Fine. else we Fine love. Job. Yeah. Uh, something else we love is the fact that uh, you're, you're playing a game. Finally. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks since you guys have been on the floor. Has it felt like it's been a long time and how pumped are you to have to be able to get back on the floor and do it against Gonzaga? Number one team in the country. Oh, we're we are so excited, but it feel like forever. Like I've, I feel like we haven't played and we had Christmas
3: break. We played right before then we've had this last week or so of practice, um, but it's really felt like a long time. So The whole team, we're so excited to play, and then we get to play the number one team in the country. Like, come on. It doesn't get better than that.
0: So what are you prepared for? Even though the kennel's not going to be full of fans on Thursday, what are you expecting out of the Zags?
3: Um, I mean, the Zags are the number one team in the country for a reason. They're, I mean, well-coached. They got players. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fight. It's going to take our whole team to um, kind of fight together. But... Every single one of our guys is ready, and we're looking forward to it.
0: Well, Coach Pope, you know how special it is to play in, be in up, and, and get big wins up there in that building, and, uh, and hopefully Caleb gets to find out what that, that feels like too. But either way, uh, we're going to do this a few more times with this guy on the show in the years to come.
2: It's been so fun to watch Caleb, especially over the last few weeks, because the game is starting to slow down for him. And he's doing like today he made back-to-back plays off the bounce where he kind of dimed up people. And I was just, like, in fact, I think I blew the whistle, Caleb. I just put my hands up there. I'm like, Caleb. And Caleb just looked at me. He's like, hey, man, I'm making plays, baby. <laughs> Something like that. But he just is, like, growing before our eyes. And he's just got such a huge ceiling. And it's going to be games like this against Gonzaga and every game the rest of the season where he's going to get a chance to showcase It's pretty awesome.
0: Awesome to have you with us, Caleb. We'll see you up in Spokane. Thanks for coming on. Hey, Thanks, go
2: guys. home and go to sleep. No trying sports guy drag me out here, man.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Caleb. Take care. See you, guys. See you, bud.
0: All right, that's Caleb Lohner. As we go to break, here's this week's trivia question presented by the BYU store. Who is BYU's all time freshman leader in total rebounds? Caleb's grabbing a bunch right now for sure. We'll have the answer for you coming up next. Welcome back to BYU basketball with Mark Pope. It's time for trivia. Who's the all-time freshman leader in total rebounds? It's a guy we know. It's Yoli Childs. 272 as a rook. All right, so we get to the end of the show, and we figure this is a good time to simply throw together uh, just stuff, you know, things that maybe didn't make it into earlier parts of the show. Sometimes it's clips. Sometimes it's graphics. Sometimes it's people's faces that are the different color than they really are. And we put it into a segment that we call... What happened? What happened? Let's see what happened this past week. Well, sadly, what happened was uh, games got canceled for BYU all over the place. First of all, Pepperdine had to cancel last Thursday's game. And then San Diego had to cancel Saturday's game. That's a lost weekend. Then you get into the new week. And then, unfortunately, Pacific has to cancel its game with BYU this Thursday. So that's when uh, the Marks got together, Pope and Few and scheduled this doozy. So it's BYU at Gonzaga Thursday night, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 in Spokane. On ESPN, you can watch it. On BYU Radio, you can hear it. Always epic when the Cougs and the Zags get together. That's what happened in terms of scheduling in the past week. Uh, Fox College Hoops did a countdown of their top videos in 2020, Mark, and I'd like to see the two that are better than this, but Cosmo got number three.
2: How can we possibly be number three? I mean, he's jumping from beyond the three-point line.
0: Definitely the greatest mascot in the world. That was uh, among the best viral moments uh, of 2020-1920 in college hoops for sure. No one does it better than Cosmo. And some people thought this was not a real thing. No, it was legit real. This was manpower and cat power, and it was a dunk from outside the three-point line. Fantastic stuff. All right, Alex Barcelo getting a lot of... uh, well-deserved national pub, The Athletic. a beautiful article on Alex this past week, and uh, if if you have a subscription, make sure you go back and read that story. If not, find someone you know who does. Get a chance to read that. Fantastic breakdown of uh, how he's become the player he is for you.
2: Yeah, Brian Hamilton does an unbelievable job, and how great has Alex been representing BYU? I mean, it's just incredible what he's doing for our team, and how he's representing this university is pretty special.
0: And you have enough coaches, but, you know, I'll I'll be at practice sometimes, and and I'll feel like he's doing some of that. Like, he's a coach on the floor in a lot of ways. He oh, takes
2: charge. 100%. Absolutely. Without a doubt.
0: All right. So <laughs> we saw a moment ago uh, a, a flash frame of, of, of red-faced brilliance from Coach Pope. We had, we had some coloring issues on last week's show for a few minutes at the start of the show. You saw that a moment ago. And now we've got, yes, the Spider-Man meme. Oh, well, here, yeah. Back to what we're talking about. For the first few minutes last week, you and I both looked like this, unfortunately.
2: (laughs) Good for Vanquish the Foe that they're like, what is going on? (laughs) I love it.
0: Yeah, but it did get fixed. But for a while, that's how we appeared to the viewing public. Very, very alarming. You know what?
2: They might have thought that we had COVID.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One of the symptoms. Uh, That's Red Skull, Mark Pope. And then, yes, we had the Spider-Man meme treatment because it's earlier tonight. We had had Coach Pope with the Zach Wilson-style headband. And uh, we even had Zach making an appearance, a welcoming coach to the headband club. And so uh, it might make an appearance at some point. We never know.
2: Oh, it's going to come back to haunt me for sure.
0: <laughs> In a good way. And uh, that's a take that's this week's look at what happened. All right. It does give us a little bit of time to really think about what this rest of the season might look like for BYU basketball. Um, is this week a, an example of how things might have to get done to get a season, uh, you know, Locked and loaded for BYU.
2: I expect it's going to be ebbs and flows. I think what's going to happen is we'll, we'll manage these the last week and this week, and then we'll kind of get into a rhythm. Hopefully we, get, you know, we have St. Mary's in San Francisco next week on the schedule, so hopefully we'll be back on schedule moving forward. And then I'll be pleasantly surprised if we don't have hiccups like this again. And, and hopefully as we go on, we'll get um, more grounded in, in, uh, in coming up with real-time immediate solutions um, I think all of us are trying to figure this out on the fly, and so hopefully we'll do better.
0: Quick couple things. Uh, what are the chances that all 10 teams play all 16 games in league? I, exp- I
2: mean, personally, I don't, I don't know if the league's there. I'm allowed to say this, but I think there's probably very, very little chance. Uh, we've talked about a lot of different ways to talk about seeding teams in the WCC tournament. I think there's very little chance I mean, I hope that everybody gets to play all of their games, but I suspect yeah. that there's very little chance that's going to happen. So everyone's going to be on an uneven schedule. And we could turn to the net rankings, or we could turn to Ken Palm, we could turn to different things like that that will at least give us some sense, some semblance of sense in terms of seeding for the tournament, which is really the function of a regular season. And hopefully we can go pick up uh, great games in the meantime.
0: Here's the funny thing. If, if the league had put out a schedule that had BYU going to Gonzaga to St. Mary's and to San Francisco as your first three games of league, people would have said, "What are you doing?" Right now, you're like, "Let's go!" Let's go play.
2: I mean, it's it's it, you know it's this is the best three teams in the league, probably on paper. I mean, I think Pepperdine's great, Santa Clara's great. There's a bunch of great teams, but I think those are the highest three ranked teams in the league aside from us. And and um, we're going all three games on the road. And you know, listen, we're grateful to play. And, um, and, and we're so grateful to play, uh, and we're so excited to learn more about our team. Our goal has always been to become the best team we can at the end of the season, and there's no better way to do that than going to play hard games. We were facing the same thing in the non conference, where we're like, man, we might lose six in a row. This is crazy. And um, the guys were managed to pull it together. And, and so, so I trust that we'll, we'll make a good run here and, and figure things out.
0: Look forward to getting back at it. All right. And that's what, that's what Caleb was wearing during. Oh, why didn't we get to see the pants? Those are epic. All right. For the coach and for Caleb, I'm Greg. Have a great week. Go Cougs. We'll see you next week.